Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to check us out live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for The Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. It is The Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He's Rob. We are live from the TireRack.com studios. And all you Odd Couple fans out there, if you miss any portion of this show, just download the podcast. New episodes go up daily on all the platforms. Just type in Odd Couple wherever you get your podcast. Download the show and hit the follow button so you don't miss us. Again, we got Randy Mueller, former NFL Executive of the Year and Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst coming up in a moment, or I should say at the bottom of the hour, not in a moment, in about 30 moments. Um, But first, we want to go talk a little bit of baseball. And, Rob, Shohei Otani, the biggest name on the free agent market. Of course, Juan Soto has now uh, reportedly signed with the Yankees. Not what? And, or he's going to the Yankees. Yeah, he yeah, signed, there's, a, there's a trade. There's a report out. Right, out there that, that it's, it's happening or getting close to happening. Not official right. yet. Not, not, not signed. He's not a free agent, but trade, yeah. Yep. And, um, but, yeah, they're talking here in New York, Rob. They're talking like it's a done deal. Um, but Otani, of course, now there are reports, Rob, mm-hmm. that he's narrowed it down to four teams. Which four would that be? I'm a little surprised by that because the Yankees and Mets apparently are out. So is it Boston? No, the, the four that Rob, Rob G told me was four. Somebody okay. get on that so we can get the – but it, he said it was uh, the Dodgers, the right. Angels, the Giants, and – Toronto, believe wow. it or not. And Toronto doesn't make sense because, as you said, there, there's talk that he doesn't want to go to the East Coast. Right. So why would you go? 
to Toronto. I get Toronto being, uh, you know, Chris obviously is in another country, in Canada, international flair, but still it's the East Coast. And if you're going to go to the East Coast, pardon me, as you've been saying all along, why wouldn't you go on the biggest stage and play for the Yankees? And, yeah, and, I, you know, and I'm not like especially a Yankee fan. You're not a Yankee fan. fan. I know I'm what just, you're saying. I, for I the, feel like he should be playing for the Yankees. I'm sorry, Dodgers fans. Giants fans, all, and those are great franchises too. I just Rob, I, I <laughs> I'd like to see him with the Yankees personally. Right. Red Sox would be hot too because obviously they're one of the national teams, and yep. the Dodgers too. I think Rob, if, if those are indeed his final four, and money is you know pretty much even, I I think he should go to the Dodgers. Right. No, I agree. If if it's definitely about. The West Coast is not going to be the Angels. I know they're in it. They're trying to. He's trying to be nice, Chris. If it was right. the Angels, he wouldn't be entertaining anybody else. Right. It would be a done deal. Right. Absolutely. Okay, it would just be up. They they paid Trout one of the highest paid contracts ever. So it can't it can't be that. That would really they, be a downer if he stayed with the Angels. Oh yeah. No, no, nothing against them, but it would probably mean we're very rarely, if ever, going to see him in the playoffs. Chris, I one hundred percent, and that that brings us to where we are with Otani. And there are a couple things out there people don't really talk about. And two of them, Chris, uh, one I brought up. And I get people want to have their own personal, what they want to do for themselves and their families. I respect that. I'm not trying to be like flip with that, right? right. If you don't want to do something or you don't want to live in a certain place, you know, I, no, nobody can make you do that. But for the sport of baseball, when you have a unicorn, Chris, let's just be honest. 75% of the United States lives on the East Coast or whatever it is, 65. Like, go look it up. Is and it when that you, much? Oh, yeah. And, Chris, it that's is unbelievable. That's not including it's, the Midwest. So you're just talking about no, the, I'm East the East Coast? Because you remember Detroit is in the Eastern time zone. Atl- Atlanta, like, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm talking Eastern about, time. But yeah, doesn't Detroit, East, do they? No. Do they Detroit ever go is, to? No. Detroit is Eastern. Okay. So you take Cleveland is Eastern time zone. I'm right. talking about like, like 60. So you talking about the Eastern time zone. Yeah, like 65, 70% of the country lives there. Do you know that? And between D.C. and Boston, Chris, the population is unbelievable, like the percentage of people who live between D.C. and live between Boston. But my point is Shohei not entertaining playing on the East Coast is bad for baseball. Because once again, it's a situation where people are asleep, going to sleep when this guy is playing right. most of his games. It just, it's right. just 81 games on the West Coast, Chris. You can't, oh, well, he'll be on the road. He'll play. Yeah, 81 games or, or at home at Dodger Stadium or at, in Anaheim or whatever you want to say. And the other part that Buster, now, Rob, I, I just looked it up. It says 47.6%. East Coast of Americans live in the Eastern Time Zone. That's okay. still half the country. Almost half the country. Yeah, that's a big number. Yep. And here's the other one, Chris. Good, good. You looked it up. Um, I know it was huge. The other part, Chris, is we're not getting any juice. Here is Otani about to move teams, and everything's secretive. This is supposed to be like almost a decision. Like for baseball, not not on you mean LeBron's. Like LeBron's. Yeah, LeBron's yeah, yeah. decision almost. Right. Not 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 on the same level because he's well, just 
No, I mean baseball. For baseball version drive, of it, yeah, it yeah, doesn't drive saying. the social media like basketball. But you're right. I mean, he's as big as I think he's the best player ever. I'm not saying he's the goat. Obviously, he'd have to accomplish. You know what I mean? Right, but, right. But I, but I'm you, so yeah. I think it's you and can baseball. Put it on that will, level. Baseball gets no juice from it because it's close knit. Nobody knows what's going on. And he's threatened that if they leak anything out, that they're going to be eliminated. You know what I mean? So there's no juice from it. We talked about it yesterday with Dave Roberts and God bless him. But the GM for the Dodgers came out afterwards. What he say? And said he was surprised that Dave Roberts actually confirmed it. Yeah, and he wouldn't talk about it. Let me... Let me find exactly. So maybe you uh, were right. Remember, I was saying that I didn't think that was a big deal, but maybe you're right, Chris. Yeah, I mean, they, they. I don't know if that. I would hope that little bit wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be a huge general manager. Manager Brandon Gomes. Yep. Admitted a few hours later after Roberts spoke that he was surprised Roberts had confirmed the meetings and refused to comment himself on them. Wow. That's from Buster Olney's story in ESPN on ESPN.com. Um, well, here, let me say a few things about that. And you're right on both counts as far as it would be great. I, I, you know, I, I, we already said it. I'd love to see him in New York. I, I would be fine in Boston, Rob. Right. Boston is one of those huge teams. Um, and I agree. I mean, you're right. It'd be better if he was on the East Coast. Um, Michael Jordan, Rob, played in Chicago. Uh, LeBron played the bulk of his career, you know, in the east, on the east coast, um, you know, you you do get. I mean, look, there obviously have been great Lakers and Dodgers p- players, right, right, no doubt about it. But, but you, more people just see because your games aren't so late. Chris, so let me east give you the guy that a lot of people didn't get to see: Ken Griff, Griffey Jr. playing yes, in Seattle. That's the good that's call. the guy you didn't get. I, I don't care what you say. We know what the numbers are. We know yep. Junior was great. You didn't see that many games with Ken Griffey Jr. playing. He was in no. Seattle. Most people that talk about Griffey's greatness are going off the numbers and the highlights that you yep. see on SportsCenter and all that. But you're right. The games probably, I mean, relatively speaking, it wasn't a ton of people that watched him regularly. Um, I Here's my only thing about the free agency. And Buster only wrote a great story about that, Rob. Right, that's what I, that I just yep. referenced in ESPN. Saying show the title is Shohei Otani's secret secretive free agency is a missed opportunity for him in MLB. Here's the thing, though, all the and you know I covered a ton of NBA uh, free agencies. LeBron's right. decision, Kevin Durant going to Golden State, all that they're all secretive. Now they didn't issue threats to the team. If you say a word, I'm gonna hold it against you. But LeBron didn't come out after every meeting. And give a, you know, a, a, a tell you a detailed uh, report on what each meeting was like, what each team said. Durant didn't, they all were secretive. And as reporters, you're talking to agents, you're talking to people, you know, uh, executives for the teams, you're talking to uh, people who know the players, you know, as friends. And that's how the information was coming out. It wasn't coming out from the player making some big announcements. And you see it can go wrong. Unfortunately for LeBron with the decision, people killed him for that. Right. You know? And so I, I look, I agree. You shouldn't, I don't think you should threaten teams and say, if you 
leak. leak any information. I'm not coming here or whatever it might be. But I also think to, to think that the players are going to come out after every meeting and discuss it. Oh, well, the, the Yankees told me this and they offered that and they, you know, no, I get, they want I me get to do that. this or that. But, it's just but, not, it's not the, I've never covered an NBA one like that. No, no, no. And I don't want it to be coming from him, Chris. I get that. But because he's from a foreign country and probably has a smaller circle, like there's nothing coming out. There's no, do you know what I mean? There's no, no juice. No. And that's what I'm talking about. Like there aren't even the rumors like, hey, you know what, uh, Boston went in. and my, There's like nothing. But I do think, don't you think that, I hear you because it, it's just better. I mean, it, look, that's been great for basketball. It'd be juicy. Right? Yeah, right. It's been great. Every summer's become great for basketball yep. because of all the, the free agency talk. But he probably, and you touched on it, it's, it's probably got a lot to do with just maybe culturally. And I don't yep. know what it's like in Japan with the free agency. But, you know, there the story by Buster only had a report in there how when he accepted the MVP award, he had a dog with him. And people were trying to find out the name of the dog, and he wouldn't. They he wouldn't, wouldn't, even give it up. <laughs> wouldn't even tell. So him. it might be something cultural, you know. He just doesn't. You know, he's not always. He's doing kind of the least amount that he has to do with media in Anaheim, and so I think it might just be he doesn't really want this to become a circus. He doesn't want to. You know, I, I think that's just it, Rob. He doesn't want it to become a circus. Yeah, I just and that's think, his right. Yeah, you know. it is his right. And and Chris, uh, uh, the idea that not playing on the East Coast is a disservice to the game. I mean, I just I saw Hideki Matsui play in the Bronx, Chris, and he was a fan favorite. They won a World Series. Hideki Matsui, Godzilla was his nickname, hit uh hit what three home runs in that World Series in two thousand nine yeah. that they won was the MVP. Chris, he didn't even start every game. Right. The guy won the MVP. He had an unbelievable. The Yankees had so many Japanese signs up on the on the uh, on the fences, Chris. You know, advertisers. Yeah. Games were broadcast. Hideki Matsui. I read an interview about him. He talked about what it was like to play for the Yankees, to wear that jersey, like going back to Japan. What that meant to Japanese people. You know what I mean? That he he was right. a Yankee, and I just thought. Man, I'm stunned, like, Rob, that he's not visiting or he really even giving the Yankees a thought. Right. I'm stunned by that. To at least talk to him, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess he's, look, to each his own. And he is in a whole different country. If we were in a totally different country, we weren't great with the language. You know, I mean, maybe we're feeling different. He may not. I'm sure he knows the Yankees, obviously, just from even when he was just in Japan. Right. But he may not. You know what I mean? It just may not. Resonate, resonate with him yeah, like that. And again, he's talking Dodgers, so it's not like he's talking about going to some, you know, little going to Detroit dunk city. Yeah. No, just... <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, but I hear you. I like I said, I'd love to see him on the East Coast. Um, but if he's with the Dodgers, Rob, and, and for him, he should go to the Dodgers. No, I know I because know. he's great individually, he's already a legend and will be one, but it's going to, like if he goes to Anaheim or some other one of these other teams, Toronto or, I mean maybe he'll win, maybe, but right now at least it looks like with the Dodgers you're going to be you're gonna get a chance to be on the biggest stage. You will get a you're chance. You're gonna be in the playoffs, right? There's no and doubt you'll, you'll have a deliver. chance, right? You will have yeah. a chance. 
So, all right, 877-99 on Fox. Your thoughts on Otani's free agency. Is he doing the game and even himself a disservice by, one, not considering playing on the East Coast, and, two, not uh, just, you know, allowing information to leak out about his free agency? Your thoughts next. It's Chris and Rob, the I couple, 877-99 on Fox, Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of The Odd Couple with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to get to Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of and those. Then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It is the odd couple. 
Fox Sports Radio. And we're coming to you from the TireRack.com studios. The Odd Couple is also brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Rob Parker and Chris Broussard. It is the Odd Couple on the Worship Wednesday. Our telephone number, 877-99 on Fox. Randy Mueller is right around the corner. We'll uh, get to him, talk some football stuff. Of course, the former NFL Executive of the Year will do that. But we'll take your calls uh, now on Shohei. We'll take your phone calls, 877-99 on Fox. Is he uh, doing a disservice to Major League Baseball a little bit Um by being secretive and maybe not playing on the East Coast, where Chris talked about it, almost fifty percent of the population lives on the East in the Eastern Time Zone. So eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. You ready, so, Chris? Yeah, yeah. Let's do it. Let's get some so, uh, people in. Go ahead. Okay. Go, go ahead. ahead. All right, Peter, in Honolulu. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Peter? What's up, guys? So let me preface this by saying. I kept my Yankees season tickets when I moved to Honolulu. Did you I'm really? Ble- <laughs> I'm a, I am a bleacher creature. Wow. I moved here in 05. I still have them. 05? That's so unbelievable. How many games do you get to in a year? My friends use them. I, the last time I was home, uh, last summer, I went to five games in the, five, the week that I was home. Awesome. Wow. That's awesome. Yep. I'm in. I'm right in. I'm right in the middle of roll call. Why Very nice. That's one of the greatest traditions. It really is. Right. All the players talk about that. That they all acknowledge the bleacher creatures during the roll call before right. you know in the first inning. Yep. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I think so. Bad smack in the middle of roll call. Right there. So Peter, up. where are you on this? On Otani, you know, not wanting to play East Coast, not really giving the Yankees any rhythm. Where, where are you? I'll tell you this. I, I was surprised that he didn't give no, you know, no airplay in the beginning. He wanted the West Coast, and he wanted a team that hadn't signed a Japanese player. That's what the rumor was. Now, the reason why the, the Blue Jays are in, Rogers Center is the closest stadium to what he played at in Japan. Oh, wow. So the Dome? What, yeah, the dome, and he likes a controlled environment. And if you look at his numbers, he got shelled every time he pitched at Yankee Stadium. In one game, he didn't even make it out. Yeah, he did. I remember he, that. Yeah, I knew that. Shelled. And so, but to him not even to consider the Mets and Steve Cohen, the richest owner in baseball, right. or $17 billion, there's a disconnect there. Like, I even heard something about the Rays that he likes playing in the dome in Tampa. My oh, God. Because, please, please. I, I no. got to be honest, Rob. And look, if he goes to Toronto and wins, that's one thing. But I people get mad. I don't want to see him in Toronto. No, no. That Again, Chris, it's another thing that hurt, would hurt baseball, too, because of the uh, Toronto's TV ratings don't count. That's another country. Yep. Like, there's a lot of stuff that would not be good for baseball. Thanks, uh, Peter. We appreciate that. Sean in Sacramento, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Sean? 
Yeah, origato, my uncles from another mother. My brother's behind the board, man. As we, Jackie Robinson, MLBbro.com. I think I'm especially seasoned to speak on this as an Asian American. I think y'all are forgetting one thing, man. The difference between the West Coast time zone and the Japanese time zone is 14 hours, whereas with the East Coast, it's 17 hours away. And I hear what y'all saying about the culture on the East Coast, right. the viewership on the East Coast, the baseball absolute fanaticacy on the East Coast, if that's even a word. We just had a guy calling from Honolulu with season tickets Talking for about Yankees, 19 right, right. years, man. Um, I don't think that resonates with him. He's a quiet, nah, humble clearly guy. Doesn't. Yeah, right. Clearly he, he wants to keep his head low, tail tucked, and just do his job. And I, I feel like for him, it's more of what he's doing for his people in Japan. Um, he spoke volumes playing in the, um, the World, World Classic. Baseball Classic. Yep, That was an amazing showing. And I think that he has a passion showing out for his people. Um, so I think he stays on the West Coast. I'm praying he comes up here to NorCal and plays with the Giants after we missed out on Judge last year. We need a free agent so badly, man. And I think he'll just wrap his arms around him and he'll become one of our West Coast legends just like Ken Griffey, just like Barry Bond, just like Fernando. You already know what time it is, man. We wrap our arms around somebody, we make them stars. So that's all I got, y'all. Well, you ain't got to make him a star. Yep. (laughs) Thank you, Sean. He already is. Let's squeeze in one more, Chris, real quick before we get to uh, Randy Mueller and an update. Andre in Massachusetts, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. Give us what's happening. What are they talking about in Beantown about Shohei, Andre? Uh, in, in Beantown, uh, Shohei's not even uh, really on the radar in terms of the Red Sox completely clearing house and uh, you know new, new management in place. And so the Red Sox, frankly, they're, they're a little bit on the ropes as far as I'm concerned uh, in terms of how it imploded uh, and Hein Bloom uh, being out and uh, a lot of question marks in terms of new leadership. So, And to, to your point, Rob, this move that was made with Verdugo, a lot of folks, a lot of Red Sox fans are uh, have the jitters because the Yankees could wrap that up into a deal to get Juan Soto, uh, thereby making the Red Sox look like you know uh, fools and imbeciles. You know, so a rare deal between the two franchises. But if that ends up allowing for the Yankees to get Juan Soto, this new administration where people were already um, suspicious, uh, it, it's uh, it, it's not looking good. And obviously the Patriots aren't playing well, so we're, we're relying on the Celtics. With Shohei Otani, my thing is, uh, this is a man, uh, what did Teddy Roosevelt say? Speak, loud, speak quietly and carry a big carry stick. Carry a big stick, yep. So, so, so I think that's the way he kind of goes. He lets his play do the talking, and I'm kind of uh, sympathetic in terms of, you know, the, the West Coast is just more conducive to him. You know, the Japanese market, you know, it, it, it's closer, you know, and people can watch the games and so on and forth. So, Rob, I think you're right that baseball doesn't do a good enough job of marketing its stars, and he's a megastar. So he should be kind of at the forefront the same way the NBA does with LeBron, that's David Stern vision. You know, the stars kind of lead the way. Baseball passes on that. And so he should feel some sort of kind of responsibility. But I think if and when he goes to the Dodgers and helps them to get over the hump and, and they're successful, uh, it'll be a, a, a no, more he'd be, yeah. Red no, he'd yeah, be you're huge. right. You're Absolutely. right, Dre. Thank you, too, for the if call. If he wins with the Dodgers, there's It'll no be doubt. big. Be it'll be huge. There's no doubt about it. All right, Randy Mueller's joining us next. But first, B. Finn, Brian Finley with the update. Finn. Yeah, yeah, fellas, we got a t- – hey, we have a smorgasbord, hey, of NBA games, hey, going on right now, including what is happening in Cleveland, where at the half, the Cavs are up 65-52 to against the Magic. Donovan Mitchell, 23 points. The Pistons, they have a lead in the second half. Who would have thought 71-68 to there in front of the Grizzlies? Five minutes to play third quarter. The Pistons are 2-18 and 
on the young season. While the 76ers and Wizards are dueling in D.C. and Philly, out to a strong end to the first half. Washington with Poole runs into Max, or excuse me, Beverly, and the steal is going to set up a Maxi bank shot, and he made it from half court. They call it good on the court. He banked it in. There you go, the lost art of the bank shot. That call courtesy of the 76ers radio network. They now trail the Wizards 82-85, to 43 third quarter remaining. Raptors are ahead of the Heat by the slightest of margins, 60-59 to 59 under two in the second quarter. Hawks are trailing at home 45-43 to 43 to the Nets. Late stages, second quarter there. While the 3-16 and 16 Spurs, yes, they actually are holding on to a lead 40-30. to 30 on the road against the 15-4 and four Timberwolves. Four minutes to play in the opening half. And lastly in the NBA, Bulls are trying to take one from the Hornets 25-22 in Chicago's favor late moments of the first quarter. Quickly in the NFL, just a couple of injury updates regarding some key players. Vikings All-Pro wide receiver Justin Jefferson was a full go at practice today, so everything is looking as if he will be ready to play Sunday when the team visits the Raiders. Steelers running back Najee Harris, bogged down by a knee problem, was not at practice today. That's a second day in a row where he did not partake in such things, and he is now listed as questionable for Thursday night against the Patriots. And lastly, Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard dealing with a problem to his arm made it known that he's ready to get back out there on the field and play this weekend against the Cowboys. With that, let's get it back to the odd couple, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. All right, thank you, B. Finn. It is indeed the Odd Couple live from the TireRack.com studios. And our next guest has theme music. He's a former NFL executive of the year, Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst, and the co-host of the Football GM podcast for The Athletic. Our Very man, nice. Randy Mueller. Randy, how are you? How are you, Randy? Doing great, guys. You guys always bring a smile to my face. Good to be back. Man. It's great to have you hey, back. Don't make that podcast too good and try to take over our jobs now, Randy. I'm just saying. <laughs> no fear of that, man. We've been doing it for three years, so I think we might as well give them a little run. You know, Mike Sando and I have known each other forever, and it's been a lot of fun. So Nice. Nice. Yeah, yeah. No, Now, Mike Sando had a column after the uh, 49ers demolished uh, the Eagles on Sunday, and we can get to that in a minute. But he had a column talking about how right now it's hard to argue against Brock Purdy as the MVP. He was basically saying there's a better argument for him than against him. Where are you at on Brock Purdy as the MVP? Do you have an issue? You know, some people really think there's no way he should be MVP. Others think, hey, the numbers and his production speak for itself. Where are you at on Purdy as a possible MVP? Well, I think it's some, sometimes these awards get a little skewed when the criteria isn't really known. And, and I like Brock Purdy. I think he's had a great year. Do I think he's MVP worthy? Of course. I think those that push back against it just have a hard time because this guy was a seventh-round pick and he wasn't the first pick in the draft. So they're not willing to give him credit. My personal flavor is I like Tyreek Hill for the award. Mm. I think he has affected people every week. He does so many things that you cannot find. And I understand it's kind of become a quarterback world, but the quarterbacks for me, there's no clear-cut favorite. So I think Tyreek Hill 
especially if he gets to 2,000 yards, which is not out of the question. That's something that's never been done. His numbers are, you know, through the roof. And I think the way he makes people change the way they defend the Dolphins is a unique skill set that I'm not sure I've ever seen before. Yeah, look, I would not have a problem with Tyreek getting it if he hits the 2,000-yard mark. And as you said, no quarterback is absolutely running away with it. And let me ask you about Tyreek's quarterback, Tua. How good is he? We know the numbers are good. But I, I, I got to be honest, I haven't, I'm not convinced on him as like a guy that I want to give $55 million yeah. a year to if I'm the Dolphins. Where are you at on Tua? I think the Dolphins are in a really tough spot, Chris. It's it's one of those where I don't. They're damned if they do. They're damned if they don't. You know. And, and again, his skill set with what they want to do is a really good fit. But I, as a GM, in the back of my mind, if I'm Chris Greer, I always have that durability factor. Um, I think the things that that Mike McDaniel's does makes him uh, the perfect guy for them. But here's a guy with limited athleticism. He's got to have a clean pocket, and they're doing a good job of keeping him upright. I get it. Not great at extending plays. And the fact that they may have to pay this guy $50 million, I would be nervous about it. But, you know, I guess it all comes down to options, and what are their, their other options? Maybe the best-case scenario for the team is to find a bridge-type deal, but two is going to say, hey, I lead the league in passing. Right. I lead the league good there. So. You know, maybe you say we need more of a body of work before you commit long-term. I don't know. You know how players and agents are. They're not going to go for that. See, this is why I don't think Tyreek Hill is the MVP, is because he has to get the ball from somebody. So he's not throwing himself the ball. And I'll give you an example. Calvin Johnson had that big year. You remember that. And he he didn't get an MVP. I don't know if he got any votes. Uh, uh, who, Who else was I talking about the other day, Chris? Thomas uh, with the Saints. Well, Michael Thomas, but right, who set the reception? Forty-two. That's no, but I'm just saying, Tyler. like, like, and I get it. You know, I still think it's hard. And if you're going to split votes, you know, you're going to say two has done all this, and Tyreek Hill has all these yards and all these other things that came from somebody throwing him the football. So how does that guy not factor in at all? And that's where they could split the vote and lose. Well, maybe it's my, just my GM background. I'm looking for perfection from that position. Let me just say this. From a number standpoint, that is one way to evaluate Tyreek Hill. The other thing is, I've said this all along, with a guy with his skill set, even if they never throw him the ball, he still affects the way they defend you. And yeah. so every play, even though the ball doesn't go to him, they have to play you different because they got to be aware of him. I think he helps their running game. He helps the complete package of what their offense is. I'll be honest, I don't have anything against Tua, but I think the Dolphins could find someone to run that offense. That's a little more of a plug-and-play spot for me with those receivers and that coach. But, again, I don't want to take anything away from Tua because I think he's had a great year. We'll see how they turn out, how this thing turns out, if they ever beat a good team. I well, think well there you go. That, that, there you, you just said it. That was my next point, why Tyreek Hill can't be MVP either. They haven't beaten anybody. And, that, and you talk about – he affects the game, and I agree with all that stuff, but it hasn't been enough to beat uh, teams that you're competing against and trying to you know, be on par with. And I think that's a demerit. That hurts him. You can pile up numbers against bad teams. We see it a lot. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't mean you're the MVP. Let me ask you, you just talked about the GM and putting on your GM hat. If you're the GM and you hear that your coach, Robert Sala, is texting 
uh, radio host and ripping on players behind their backs to, to the radio yeah. host. How does that play? Does that hurt him in the locker room? I, I, I know, I know uh, Zach Wilson has had a terrible year and all that other stuff. But if you're a player, that doesn't sound doesn't seem like it sits right to me. No, it's not a good it's not a good it's not a good look, obviously. But if if you're internal and that's kind of stuff that gets leaked out, it's definitely bothersome. I, I know this and I've I've thought about this a long time. I don't think I've ever had a player push back against not playing, but I've never had one that was benched three or four times and Ridiculous. taken on the the burden that this guy's taken on. And I'm not taking up for Zach Wilson. But there are so many other things at play here. He might just want out of there. If anybody's ever thought about that, maybe it's enough. Just cut me. I'm good with that. I'll find right. a place to at go. At this point, right. I, yeah. I'm not I mad at him so either. Yeah, I understand. I get it. It's been a grief fire, and, and I don't know what to do about it. But this stuff that leaked out came from somebody who wanted to disparage Zach Wilson without yep. a doubt. And if it comes to be, and I don't know this, maybe you guys know more than I do, but if it is somebody of a decision-making capacity – all they've done now is put everybody in the building at stake and their jobs in, in jeopardy. That's what he's done. And I think there's been so many things with the Jets that, that probably already were there. But to think you're going to get this fixed by just rolling it back with Aaron Rodgers next year and, and put all this stuff <laughs> out of your mind. themselves. No kidding way. themselves. No way. Yeah, I agree, but that's the Jets. Yeah, that's the Jets. Uh, before you go, Randy, uh, Trevor Lawrence we see injured. Thankfully, it's not too serious, the high ankle sprain. He suffered yep. Monday night. But this year, it's, to me, it's an aberration with all these quarterbacks that have gone down. But yep. there are some out there that think, hey, we got to protect the quarterbacks even more. Rob and I feel like there's nothing more there's you nothing can else. do or should do. They're playing touch football <laughs> if you do anything more. Where are you at on this? I just think it's one of those years. It's not like yep. we see this every year. But what are your thoughts on it? No, I'm with you guys. I think every time – in society, we see something that's not right. We want to make a law or a rule against it to, to, to stop it. And you're right. I think it's just one of those years. I don't think these injuries can be averted by protecting them. If we were going to do anything, I would err on the other side in that I don't think these guys get enough contact in the offseason. They don't get enough mm. time. They don't, get, they don't build up any resiliency to contact. And setting the quarterback aside, the other positions I think could benefit as well from a little more. And I'm not saying – the, the, no, uh, I agree. Uh, yeah, they just need to play football at some point. So I'm with you. I would be more concerned if I was Jacksonville that maybe we can find this guy a ride to the locker room or to the hospital. Right. Because that, was, <laughs> that was embarrassing. He was walking half a mile on a bad ankle. Oh, uh, I'm glad he Randy didn't have before... to go to the hospital. Glad he didn't have to go to the hospital for, for an x-ray because that, that would have broke the other leg. He would have had to catch an Uber and walk to the Uber. <laughs> quickly, though, Randy, quickly, because you you hit on something I, I, I feel, you know, I'm, I'm like you passionate about. How much contact, not just not even mainly the quarterbacks, but how much contact is there now in NFL practices, whether it's training camp, regular season, versus, say, you know, 15 years 20 ago? 20 years ago, right. It, it, it's Club Med. It's Club Med. It's, wow. it's unbelievable. And I think it really started the last CBA or maybe the one before that where the players kind of took a bath. They, they didn't get what they wanted in the CBA agreement, but the give back was we'll give them kind of a no-work job in the offseason. And that's where the, the owners allowed them to have some say. And so they took back a lot of their time. They took back into the players' control 
these off-season and OTAs, and they don't get to do anything anymore. And if you do, you get reported and you lose practices, you might even lose draft picks, and you'll definitely get fined. So I definitely – it's nothing like we used to have. It's it's crazy how easy it is for these guys, and I think that was just part of the collective bargaining agreement, and I don't think it's good for the game. I really don't. All that, right, Randy. They won Thanks that, a Randy, lot. that and smoking weed. Those two things went real well. <laughs> I learned that. Okay, I'm good That's with right. <laughs> Thank you, Randy. That's Randy Mueller, former NFL Executive of the Year, Fox Sports Radio NFL analyst. And also, check him out on the Football GM Podcast for The Athletic. Keep it locked. I'll come with Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right. It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris Broussard, and he is Rob Parker. And we're live from the TireRack.com studios. Test your skills on prize picks this football season for a fun way to win up to 25 times your cash. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Visit prizepicks.com slash I100 and use the code ODD100 
for a first deposit match up to $100 today. Alex, that is funky. Text me the title of that song. That sounds like you, that would be a dope hip hop song. with OD. That's Lou Ross. Uh huh. But the is beat really? is like, that could be a crazy sample. It's a, nah, it's a jazzy, it's a jazzy Christmas yeah, tune right there. I like that. All right, Rob, let's quickly before we only got a couple minutes. Um, Tyreek Hill, we brought it up with Randy Mueller uh as MVP. No wide receivers ever won it. It's it's essentially been all quarterbacks and running backs. Now you do remember one year, this is almost embarrassing. Um, a kicker won it in 1982. Really? Who? <laughs> Mark Mosley. Oh, for the yes. uh, for Washington. Uh, yes. I mean, I I don't remember what in the world he did. What did he kick? That 89 year? field goals. What what was? It? I know it's like every what was every point for the that Washington scored that year right. a field goal. <laughs> I don't know, but he won it in uh, 1982. But outside of that. Uh, it's always been a running back or a quarterback, and it hasn't been anything but a quarterback since Adrian Peterson and back, like Rob, in uh, 2012. 20, right. Yeah, 2012. Here's what I say, though, to push back a little on you, like, really not saying it can be a receiver, essentially. These, clearly, it's gone to the glamour positions in the league. It The glamour position used to be running back, and quarterback, and, and maybe, you know, even a little more running back in many cases. And then it became quarterback. And I would say, Rob, wide receiver is now a glamour position, more so than running back. It, all of the positions are dependent. I mean, you're right in that a receiver, of course, needs the quarterback to get him the ball. But a running back needs the lineman to block. I don't care who you are. If you don't have lime in the block and block fairly well, you're going to struggle. A quarterback, same deal. We see Mahomes struggling with receivers who, who aren't very good. So I get it. I do think quarterback is the most important position, but I, I think you could compare a receiver to a running back, and, and now it's more of a glamour position than the running back is. Only at, difference at is, I, I hear you, but there's a big difference between taking a handoff and somebody throwing a 70-yard pass to you or somebody. Do you know what I mean? Like from the quarterback position. Like it, but everybody's you, not. Guys are catching. Sl- no, I mean, Tyreek I, I know, is I'm like, just, you know. I'm, I'm just making a point that there's a little more involved. You don't give the quarterback because he handed the ball off to Barry Sanders and he, you know what I mean, uh, made eight people miss and scored a touchdown. I'm, I'm just saying – no, I, I hear that, but but the linemen do play a huge role. And and there are a handful of great ones. Barry Sanders could make people miss. And and the great ones, you know, can run over people or make them miss and, and things like that. But I think, Rob, in a year where no one, as far as quarterback, is just running away with it, it could be Tyreek if he gets to 2,000, particularly if he does it in 16 games. If he does it, Rob, in 17, it's not – as big, but of an but even Cooper Cup, Chris, like Cooper Cup, had an but he didn't change the game. It wasn't. I mean, I don't want to interrupt you. I'm sorry, but I he didn't do what he didn't affect the game like Tyreek Hill. I I just he had he put up an unbelievable season, and I think he got one vote. 
I mean, that's, but you watched him. Is he anything close? He's not. He's not even close to Tyreek. No, I, I get that. But it, but the numbers wise, he did have a hell of a year that year with the Rams. I'm just saying. Yeah, but I think a big part of Tyreek is the odds. Let me ask you this: If it's a quarterback right now, who's your leader? I think the top two quarterbacks would be Dak and Purdy. And because of the strength of victories, I give it to Purdy right now. Who? Yeah, what about Purdy you would be? Yeah, Purdy would be up there. Uh, Jalen Hurts too. I'm not discounting him. All right, keep it locked. We got an hour left. I right, couple. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. The best athletes don't just play the game. They change it. When it comes to investing, GameBridge is doing the same. Their online platform does things differently because it's designed to put you in charge of growing your own savings. It's intuitive. It's easy. And best of all, it's on your terms. No wonder GameBridge has earned the trust of 40% repeat customers. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io.